All right. Today, I am joined with a guest. This is my friend, Blue, and we're going to talk about going up in life. Now, on to the intro. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! Right, here I am, it's me, talking about something, and today I got my friend here, his name's Blue, wave at the people. There we go, I think we already did that, but we won't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, we've been seen. I'll wave again. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, tell us who you are, tell us what you're all about, and then we'll get into whatever we have going on. Yeah, awesome. So, my name is Osvaldo um, Haros, I also go by Blue, as Richard said, Um, and I... I focus on helping people discovering their purpose, living out the dream and the life that God has called them to live. Um, also in the area of finances as well, because everybody is born with a gift and a purpose. And I help people discover that and live that out. Nice. Nice. Oh, wow. That's, I like that. Just helping people discover it because a lot of people don't even realize in all reality that mm-hmm. they can do the things that they think they can do, you know, um, I mean, I'm just going to, we're, yeah. we're going to flow. So yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I realized a long, see, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put some stuff out there. You guys ready for this? All right, here we go. So <laughs> I'm going to put some stuff out there. I am not personally, I've always struggled with, um, like entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll get this great idea in my head and I won't know how to function or get it to go. You know, uh, okay. or I will, um, I'll get this great idea in my head. I'll get it to function. I'll get it to go. And then I'd sabotage it. Oh, okay. okay. So like somewhere along the line, I'd be like, oh, I suck at this. When really I just, just right on the edge, you know, of, of seeing a, seeing a breakthrough. Yeah. You know? And so I, and, and, and that even comes like, even with this podcast, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. When I first started the first year I was done, the first year I was like, oh, phew. I'm not getting any hits, you know, yeah. I'm not getting any, you know, nobody's listening to me. Nobody cares. You know, what am I even bothered doing? Yeah, exactly. And then I, I found myself, I had, I had a long conversation with my wife about it and she's mm-hmm. like, you got to push through because <laughs> she knows me, you know, I've been married to her for 32 years. Yeah. So, so she knows me. She's like, no, you're just going through one of those things. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, so I had to push through and, and, and to continue. So for people that struggle mm-hmm. with their dreams, because I know people have, I talk about dreams a lot on the show. So, mm-hmm. um, to, to find out how to get to your dream or how to execute your dream, what would be some suggestions that you could put out there for someone that's maybe got, cause I always tell people to dream bigger than them yeah. because then you know, God's working in your dream, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so how would you expand uh, for somebody to go? Yeah. You know, what is my how do I get to my next level in this in this thing that I have in my head? Mm-hmm. Well, first, uh, I think you know you just have to know where you're at because everybody's at different spots in life. Some people uh, may just start, you know, the journey of hey, like I know I'm created for more. There's other people who already know that they're created for more, but they're not. They don't know what to do from there. Um, but I always tell people or give the advice of you know, um, seek God you know, seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added onto you. And when you go to, um, 
Well, before I say that, it's just like a lot of people go externally. They want to go look at what other people are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing you got to understand is like, well, you're not every other person. Oh, that's awesome. Every yeah. person is unique. Um, and God has created you for a specific purpose. Uh, purpose. And the problem is sometimes we can look at everybody else who may be doing something similar to what we're doing. And we can be like, oh, well, they're doing this or we're, they're doing that. And it can discourage you because now you're like, oh, um, well, that's that's them. Yeah, or I haven't. I can't seem to quite hit that level of my that this person that I'm trying to model has. Yeah, because I know I I've run into that being I, I was a pastor for a long time, mm-hmm. and I, I worked in a I worked in a church, and did you know did a lot of that kind of stuff. And you tend to model people, you know, even just naturally, you tend to model people. Yeah. So like you know, um, so like I would model after you know, my pastor, you know, and then Mm -hmm. go, and then in my own ministry time, I would go, well, why aren't I there yet? You know? So getting through that discouragement is, is not one, not an easy task, you Mm -hmm. know? And I like what you said about seeking the kingdom, because if you're not seeking the kingdom, you're just doing it on your own anyway. So can you follow up with that? Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that actually I struggled with a lot too. It's just, um, something that my wife would tell me too. It's just when I would try to do something, she would tell me like, you're forcing it. Okay. And I would feel that like, I'm trying to make something happen that shouldn't happen. And, and I would get so much resistance in terms of, um, just like getting drained, not the creative energy and things like that. Um, one, because I, I always ask God, I'm like, Lord, if this isn't your will, like, I don't want it to be done. Like, I want to do your will. Right. So I, I ask him for that. Like, if, if it's not meant to be, like, help me, like, help me to realize that because I don't always realize it right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, you know? <laughs> well, you know, we, 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 if you get, you get an idea in your head, I know this happens with me. I get an idea in my head and I, and I just, yeah. I start running and then I, I totally will find myself off the path. Yeah. And then that's usually when discouragement comes or Mm -hmm. that's usually when you know you hit the roadblock because now you're just it's become it's become a head thing and not a spirit thing yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. so (laughs) did i cut you off i know no 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 (laughs) so so, yeah like that that's right because you it starts to become more about you yeah rather than the kingdom okay because don't get me wrong like god wants to also bless us and with either the tangible or the intangible things, but we can get so caught up on just wanting it for our glory and bring attention on us. And there's also nothing wrong with, um, knowing like, seek not like wanting that attention. Like I know I'm supposed to be getting some type of attention, but there's like a healthy, you know, yeah, meter there, there, for there, that. There's because, a healthy place in between there because in the process of making God famous, mm-hmm. you get the credit, yeah. you know? So that's, and that's kind of because, He's up here and we're doing his function on earth. So if you're getting, quote unquote, you're getting the credit for it, as long as we have that humbleness to say, hey, you know, I give all my glory to God. There's that weird little in-between spot that we have to kind of get into to have the understanding of, yeah, I I may get myself in the newspaper. You may get yourself in the newspaper. You may read newspapers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I may get a million views on on social media, you know, (laughs) you know, but as long as there's an understanding that the underlying thing that got you there is God that took you there. Yeah. And and you mentioned tangibles and intangibles. Mm -hmm. Um, How does a broke person start to make some money in order to get their dream rolling? Well, first I would say, um, like someone who's 
just is get, has a job. Yeah, and yeah. he's just yeah. broke. Yeah, you know, because I mean, the men, the mentality is, uh, or a big a big a big mentality is, well, mm. I I get paid whatever minimum wage is, and I have this dream that's beyond minimum wage. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to get from here to there? You oh, know? okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. So, <laughs> first off, you have to master what you have, what God has already given you. So for me, you know, graduating college and doing all that, it's like I had to, he taught me like I have to manage what I have now. So steward what I have right now. Okay. okay. So if you're saying that you're broke, well, we have to examine why are you broke? Okay. Like, are you like, are you overspending money that you know you shouldn't be? Are you spending more than what you have? Are you trying to impress other people? Do you have debts or, you know, it's just identifying, okay, what exactly do you mean by broke? Because some people can say like they're broke, but they're making good money. Right. They're right. just overspending yeah, the money so that they, they have, they, they, they and they need nothing. Because this is this is something I find when it comes to financial things is mm-hmm. I make this much money, so I can do this much stuff, and yeah. then I get a raise. This is just saying in the in the the way the a business pays somebody. Yeah. Then I get a raise. Well, now I can have this much stuff. So instead of growing with yourself or creating budgets to stay underneath mm-hmm. you, you just you live always to the limit no. so does that make sense yeah so, you don't want to live to the limit you yeah. want to live underneath by your means you know underneath your means yeah okay because so, if not then you just you're always gonna no matter how much increase you get you're gonna continue to be right underneath that yeah so well, i can afford a better road. car well you your your car that you have now is okay you know? yeah maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not a good idea to go buy a new one especially right now oh yeah you know? <laughs> well you know it's funny because um uh are you familiar with dave ramsey oh yeah yeah because yeah, okay. because dave ramsey says go buy a car cash mm-hmm. don't, don't make payments you know so you have to build up to that you know so if you're gonna go buy a car why are you gonna make payments? Because by the time you're done making the payments on the car, it's worth less than it was anyway. Yeah. You know, and so he says things like that, you know, and that actually puts you to live within your means. Because if you can only buy a $6,000 car, you shouldn't be buying a $28,000 car making payments on it. Exactly. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. And, and another factor, too, that people don't consider, and I, I see this all the time, is. Just because you can, like how Dave Ramsey says, is like just because you can make the payments doesn't mean you can afford it. Right. Because there's also other things you have to factor in. The maintenance. You know, you're going to have to change your tires, your brakes. Um, I don't know if something breaks down on the car or something, you have to fix it. Can you, you know. Or the finances there to keep keep that car moving in, in its place. And I think that's that, that's something that happens to us in, in life is we, we, we think, well, I can, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and really it's not that we can't, it's that we have to figure out how to, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and it also comes with, um, this discipline too, you know, like the instant gratification versus the delayed gratification is like many people, when we get like a raise and stuff, we want to oh go buy all these things, but it's just like, oh man, maybe you should wait a little bit, build yeah. a, you know, uh, a cushion or, you know, pay off some things that you need to pay off first, get rid of those, um, that extra debt. So that way that money gets freed up and you can either invest it, save it, um, or even just also set up a little, like a small account where you can give to people or, you yeah. know, of course, like tithing and stuff like that, right. giving to your local church. Well, cause that would be, so if, uh, 
I just drew a blank, but I had something come out of my head there. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll leave this part in just because it's natural. So, yeah, <laughs> um, when, uh, when, when, uh, like you said, we, it, it, as we increase, we start to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just give a little story is, you know, I, I, I did, I lived check to check for years and years and years and years. And, you know, I had to get a new roof for my house just recently. And, you know, what was real nice about learning over time, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a slow learner. I'm 50 plus years old and I'm like, I'm just learning some how to steward my money. You know, yeah. you know, so I'm just really learning how to how to take care of things. But it was really nice to just go to Home Depot, write a check for the materials. And when the guys came to fix it, write a check for the for the for the cost, for the cost. and not have any debt because I paid cash for everything, yeah. you know, and because you're able to go, well, now my household makes this much money. We used to make this much money so I can start putting this money away and mm-hmm. then I have a contingency fund to do that. Yeah. You know, and so when it comes to this might be my thought process when it comes to I, I just work for the man, you know, mm-hmm. and you can still save money. Yeah. If you learn how to take care of it properly, to steward it properly. So what would be some of the best ways to steward your money? First, you have to under also um, would say even just what is the purpose of money? Okay. You know, like, it, w- what is your value on money? Because if you have, you can, well, we, what can happen is we can put money on the pedestal. Absolutely. And, and create it as an idol. Um, you know, like how the Bible says, you're either going to um, serve serve God or serve mammon. Right, right. So I found it funny the other day, like how he didn't say, like, you're either going to serve me or you're going to serve the devil. Right. Like yeah. he says mammon. <laughs> mammon specifically. Because if you think about it, everywhere in the world... There's currency. Yeah. Money. If you don't have money, well, you're not going to eat or own land or any of that stuff. Right. So it's just knowing that having the the shift in your mind to understand that, you know, if you have a hundred bucks and you get dropped off somewhere in the Arctic, that hundred bucks is going to be worthless. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be worthless. It's not going to help you there. You're other than make to burn an igloo it. for free. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, uh, it's knowing that money is just a tool. Yeah, okay. It's not meant for something that, you know, um, because people people use money for so many different things. You know, people will be like, oh, you know, if you're rich, you're evil or this and that. Right. Which isn't the case. You know, I think like Hollywood and all those movies made, you know, the, the rich guy like yeah. a jerk and <laughs> super mean and this and that. But really, it's just like um, when we understand like it's all God's. Then oh, God, yeah. he's gonna teach us how to, how to steward it also. Yeah, and and it's getting that knowledge, the financial literacy, to understand it. Like, okay, like what is the purpose of this money, and and having that purpose for the money. Just how Dave would say, like you know, um, you know, tell your money where to go. Yeah, if you're not telling it where to go, then it's just gonna run crazy. It's like you know, imagine having a flock of sheep. If you don't, if you don't keep it herded, keep it herded. Yeah, they're all just going to go wherever and you're going to be left you, with nothing by you, you the end of the week or yeah, something. You can't even get a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> now you're broke. Again. <laughs> and now you're broke again. Yeah. Cause, cause that's, I think that's one of the hardest. It, it, we're not taught how to take care of money we're anymore. Mm-mm. You know, um, I, I grew up in an era where actually in, you could take a math class and learn how to balance a checkbook. Yeah. And now nobody even knows what a checkbook is. Yeah, you know, they didn't teach me that in school. Yeah. So, and so, so now you're left, unless your parents actually sit you down and teach you, mm-hmm. you know, and so, 
and actually sit you down and teach you, and, hey, this is how you write a check, this is how you do this, this is how you, you balance this, this is how you know how much money you have in the bank, this is how you know how much you have saved, this is how, and now we've reduced it all to an app. So the thought process is, oh, I have money in my app, (laughs) so I can go get my cheeseburger, you know? (laughs) And well, no, because, you know, this has to clear, this has to clear, this has to clear, you know, all those bills Mm -hmm. you just paid. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and not everything comes out immediately still, you know? And so if you're not keeping track of, even just that, if you're not keeping track of, of what your finances are doing for you as compared to what you're doing with it. Yeah, you know, and then learning that I have a friend of mine that does that does the stock market, mm-hmm. and he's really really good at what he does, and uh, you know, he doesn't even work anymore. You know, so yeah. you go, you kind of go. That means he told his money what to do, what to do, you know, and and how to do it, and and I sit here, you know, <laughs> I have a budget. I put this much over here, put this much over here, and I'm still an envelope guy. Mm-hmm. If I save for something, I actually put cash in an envelope. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, if it helps you do that, <laughs> it's just all like. Also, sometimes I think people could be like, oh well, um, where do I start? And it's you know asking for help. You know, I, I know at our church, um, our pastor, he has a free financial yeah. course where he hel- he helps you, like, and educate us, like, okay, like, this is what you should do with you. Or not, I don't want to say, like, what you should, like, you know, this is yeah. what it is, but yeah, well, just educating you on, like, hey, like, this is some good information, and it only works if you apply it. Yeah. Oh, if look you're at that. not applying yeah. it. It does no good. It does no good. Yeah. At so, all. It's like, it's like people say, I have a budget. Well, that means I keep an eye on my on my app. Yeah. And some people actually have a budget where they have a spreadsheet and my money goes this place, this place, yep. this place, this place. And then at the end of the month, I have this much and then I put this much in the savings. And, you know, that's what a budget actually is. It's not. Yeah. The, the more detailed it is, the better. Yeah. Okay. Because um, and I know sometimes for some people uh, getting that detailed can be like overwhelming. So um, a piece of advice that I would start with it's just like if you're like dude like I, I i just get overwhelmed with all these numbers and stuff like that either one have somebody sit down with you and help you who is more organized and more structured or um just start like i have like this this uh little budgeting plan where it's like start general just okay, okay your food your groceries um entertainment um like as far as like going out to eat and things like that and it's just super simple where you can um put how much you know just just something basic so you can get a basic idea of okay this is where our money is and then on the other one it starts to get more more, detailed, more, detailed more as, it, as goes. it goes down and then you actually keep your receipts um and then filling out where everything goes and then or you even like on certain banks they have actually um a place where it shows you all of your spendings and it categorizes it for you oh that's kind of cool yeah okay. and, and but no one ever looks at their bank account yeah, they look at their total yeah, yeah that's all they look at when the banks also sometimes give you those helpful tools that we don't even know are there i didn't know it was there until i got on my laptop and uh, this was like a couple years ago i was like oh i was like this is cool i didn't know yeah did that yeah. for you i have an excel spreadsheet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know so when, but i had to learn i had to learn the hard way you know mm-hmm. and because like i say my, my dad told me how he showed me how to write a check yeah and he showed me how to write it in the check register uh, so that's okay. all I knew. You know, I got married when I was 19 years old. My wife was 17 and we had a, a baby six months later. So I'll just put it that way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and now suddenly I had to, I had to pay rent. I had to buy groceries. I had to do everything. You know, I had to do everything. Yeah. So we lived right to the tail end, you know, of, of whatever p- literal penny we had, you know, mm. and then we learned to tithe. Yeah. That was, that was actually our first step in financial breakthrough. 
mm-hmm. was we learned to tithe. And when I say learn to tithe, because it doesn't come easy if you're if you're quote unquote broke. Yeah. You know, um, how important is the tithe in all of this stewardship? Very important. Because it's not yours at no, all. Bink, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> very it, that's important. It, <laughs> Come back next week. <laughs> right, right you know, and, and like I was saying earlier, like the mentality of, um, you know, you understand that everything that we have is not ours. Correct. We're being stewards of what God has given us. And that whether it can be, um, you know, the tangibles, intangibles, you know, our gifts, our talents, um, not talents like the money, but also the money, um, your job. You know, if you have a specific job, God is, um, you know, and it's not going like too deep, like, oh, like God is giving you everything. Like, but, you know, he's giving you these abilities. It's um, make sure that you're using them well. You know, just like the parable with um, the master and the three three, uh, servants. They take the the, one buries it and does nothing. Yeah. One does a little bit. He does times two and the other guy doubles it by five. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it's it's understanding and knowing like, you know, don't be lazy and just be like, well, God is going to take care of everything. And then you just overspend everything. It's like, no, like he wants you to invest it, to save it, pay off your debts, make sure you're not owe anybody anything and understand like, because what I've even heard this, I mean, I don't know some people, how may they feel about this, but you know, how, like, oh, give God his 10%. Right. Right. And then we think sometimes all oh, the rest of the 90% is just my mine. No, it's well, still no. God. Yeah, it's still God. Yeah, you still Steward have to it well. do something well with that ten, with that 90%. Yeah, and if that's, of course, like, you know, keeping a roof over your head, feeding your family, um, making sure all, all, you know, your transportation, everything to get you to work yeah. is paid for. Um, and then understanding, like, okay, like, what is important to you? And this is where the vision of where do you want to be in 10, 15, 20 years, um, because your actions now, the decisions you make now, is going to determine where you will be within those 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Absolutely. So you have to have that vision of, okay, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? And being disciplined to know like, okay, if that's the lifestyle I want to live, what is it going to, what is it going to take for me to live that in right, the future? Right, right. Cause if you're just spending all your money and you expect to retire a millionaire, yeah, you're definitely not. You're definitely gonna not going to. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even if you win the lottery, <laughs> yeah, a lot of those people still end up broke. Yeah, yeah, it was because they don't know how to take care of what they what they've received. Exactly. You know, and because when I learned to tithe, that that was my first teaching in mm-hmm. in how to actually start managing my money. So, well, I'm going to give ten percent right out the gate. Yeah, and that caused me to go, okay, I'm going to write this down. I write down my ten percent. And then, well, this is what I have to live off of. And then my brain went, well, I've been living off of 100%. Well, how do I live off of 90? Well, I might want to see how much I spend on groceries. I might want to see how much I spend on my car payment. I might want to see. So it actually taught me the first time I started tithing. It taught me because now it forced me to look at 90% and go, well, how do I do this well? Yeah. You know, how do I, how do I use God's money well? You know, and so that, that actually drove me to start creating budgets. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, my budgetary, it sucked at the beginning. It was like food, you know, <laughs> but that's the reality, right? Food, car, house, you know, yeah. like, I, if I can make these three things, I'm good, you know, because yes. yeah. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> that's kind of, and, but, but that's, but the tithe is what actually started it. And then I started to see over time, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think if I tithe right now, I'm going to get a blessing right now. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that's 100% accurate. No. You know, so you, it, it, because it, it becomes a long-term, God is watching what you're doing. Yeah. He said, okay, you're tithing, you're tithing, you're tithing. And now we, we've come to the point where, yes, you know, my, my wife got her degree. She, mm-hmm. she went and did exactly what her dreams were because we started to put things in order. So she got to go to school, get her degree. She's a sped ed teacher. Awesome. And that's what she wanted to do with her life. Mm-hmm. And like I say, when you get married young and you got no plan, you got no clue, you have an, an inkling. Sometimes it takes a little longer to get where you want to go. <laughs> you yeah. know, <laughs> you it know, it doesn't happen overnight. No, definitely. <laughs> and so she, she, she got, so I helped her get in that place. And, and then she helped me get into the places that I needed to be in, mm-hmm. you know, and now financially we're in a place where now I don't have the best house on the world. Mm-hmm. And this, this is one of the greatest things I think is, but it's paid off. Yeah. I don't, I don't owe anything on this. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I don't owe anything on two of my cars. They're paid off, you know, so it, we're in a financial place. I, now I'm taking care of some old credit that mm-hmm. I screwed up a long time ago, but that's life, you know. So now we're in the process of getting cutting, that cutting those things, taking and taking them down. Yeah. And in the process of that, we're learning. I can still do my dream, mm-hmm. you know. And this is what this is what you're watching right now. The things that I have been able to attain because of learning how to take care of my finances have actually blessed me to get things that I never, I didn't even have to pay for most of the equipment that you're working on right now, wow. you know? So that's the way God functions in the tithe. And when you're stewarding his finances, he will turn around and bless you with the things required for your dream. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. I, I, you know, if how they say, you know, like God's will, God's bill. <laughs> okay. If, I'll be honest. That's the first time I've heard that. Oh, wow, really? wow. Okay. So like, um, if, if God is calling you somewhere, Trust and believe that he's going to get you there. Have the faith, no matter how bad things get or how good things get. I mean, just look at Joseph. He had this dream and he got sold into slavery. He was um, in prison, but he also became like Pharaoh's right hand man. You know, and some people could be like when they get put in a spot where they're like, God, like, where are you? I'm in this bad situation. Um, Sometimes we've gotten ourselves in that situation other times it's like no like just people made some decisions but don't worry about it yeah, god is yeah. gonna make it all work together for good because you love them you trust them and too many times it's like i we just get so like oh god you know and we could get mad and offended at god because we think well god you should have done this well that's yeah, why you're yeah. not god yeah exactly yeah, that's where trust and faith comes into <laughs> Hey, this is where we're at. I'm still believing. I'm still trusting you. And he will get you out of that. And I've seen that multiple times, especially with the tithing um, in our early stages of, of marriage, my wife and I. Um, you know, there was times where I would like be hesitant to be like, ah, God, you know, um, you know, we're going to be <coughs> late on rent or something, you know, like I have nothing. Like, what am I going to provide yeah. to, to my to my family my wife and i won't have any kids but just like you know what what are we gonna do and then we would just get these super like just blessings of, of random people either giving um us money or or grocery stores at our at our doorstep at our apartment wow. and you know it's like how are you saying like People expect, like, when you tithe, oh, where's my blessing? Yeah, I yeah. need it right now. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> it just doesn't work. <laughs> no, it, it, and, and, and that's that's when when people look at it from that point of view, they're, they're, I, I don't think they're going to get 
They're sabotaging I mean, they're, themselves. They're sabotaging their, their own tithe. Yeah. You know, you have to let God do his thing. He says, what is it, Malachi? He says that he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Mm-hmm. Well, let him rebuke the devourer for your sake. Don't block that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know exactly. And when, when things start to, what you think is going awry, mm-hmm. is usually when something's about to happen. Yeah. And that's when you have to stay steadfast in the things that God has, you know, had, has put inside of you, you know? And like I said, I've, I found myself in places where I'm reaching a high level at some thing. And then I go, Oh, I'm horrible at this. <laughs> Dude, you made it this far. Yeah. Keep <laughs> you going. Know? You, know? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get over this Don't hump, you know? <laughs> Believe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so you gotta get over that, that thing. And usually that's that place, that's that place where breakthrough is about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's that place where the dream's about to kick. And that's, and that's why you're in that. A yeah. lot of times, God doesn't give you a bad thing, but you find yourself in a position where you're struggling. Yeah. And that's right about on the cusp of when things are about to break through. And actually, when you're following after and doing the things that God's told you to do, you just mm-hmm. continue to do those things and yeah. you'll start to see God do awesome stuff. Yeah. Don't abandon ship. Yeah. Don't abandon ship. Absolutely. When things get bad or seem worse, don't abandon ship. Yeah. Because, um, like I, like, God, just know this, like, like we are going to get tested. We think we'll have trials and tribulations. Jesus tells us all that, you know, in this world, you have trials and tribulations, but behold, you know, I have overcome the things of the world. Right. And sometimes it's like, we just forget about that. Like, yeah. dude, we're going to come across hardships. There are going to be un- uh, things that happen unexpected, yeah. you know, and it's still just have that trust that faith in god and he will take care of it you know um because if not we could be so easy to be like oh well god you're this and that i was like what dude relax calm down stay faithful to what he's calling you to do keep doing the things you're doing keep doing what's right and he will supply all of your needs he like you will get out of this it's only for a little time yeah so it's only for a small a small moment yeah and we, we we make that moment bigger by by turning around and saying oh, God's fault, yeah. and it's funny to see how many how many Christians will turn around and blame God for a situation that they're in. And I'm like, um, aren't you a believer? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe some of those decisions you made on your your own. Yeah, you know, you know? and and sometimes we, and then we and then we do this. Well, it was the devil's fault. Well, not always. Not all battles are the devil's. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. Sometimes we go, I made a bad decision, and you know, <laughs> so. You know, I, sh- I shouldn't have bought that Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, you know what I mean. Sometimes we actually are the ones that because we, you know, he gave us free will. We we we, we will make bad decisions, mm-hmm. and we can't take the we can't put the blame on somebody else if it's our decision. Yeah. To to that that we made. So if if I'm on the verge of financial breakthrough and I go spend all my money at the casino. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, you know. <laughs> hey, no one told you to put the hundred dollars on number five red. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, because we go, well, I could double this. You know, you've seen those movies. Well, we take our, you know, like, yeah. no, no, that's not going to happen. The reality is you're going to go in there. You're going to lose it all. You know, and then you're going to blame somebody else. You know, why you lost your house and your wife is crying in the corner. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? exactly. Where's the house? Well, yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, 
we're going to live in the casino parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I got a couple hundred bucks. We can we can try it again. Right. No. Yeah. And, and I know people that live like that, you know, yeah. and, and, and they're constantly in trouble. And and I was one of those people. We're const, constantly on the verge, constantly mm. on the edge, constantly, you know, I'm going to lose my house, I'm going to lose my car. And to, to, to get to a place where I just paid cash for a new roof, you know, I just, mm. all my cars are paid off. Still paying on the Harley, but, you know, like, I had to buy the Harley. That was a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to pay it off, like, two years early because the way I know we have the finances to pay it. You yeah. Know? You know what I mean? So we, we, it wasn't a bad decision. It was just one of those where I know I could make this payment, you know, and I know I could pay it off early, you know, because I could make a larger payment and mm-hmm. still be able to. Have you ever, tried, ever found out what the cost is to maintain a Harley? It costs almost 200 bucks to change oil. Oh wow! If you, if you take it to a dealer, so wow. you have to, you have to know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, and, and here's here's one thing actually. Now that you say, it, um, you know, it's two hundred bucks to take it to the dealership, but God has given you an ability to learn, and he if if, if you have you know your func- everything's functioning, yeah, you can change it yourself. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's and it's learning those things also to help you save money in the back end. For instance. Um, uh, there was a buddy of mine, they would like, he would constantly go out to eat and he would complain that he's broke. I'm like, dude, how much money are you spending? You're spending like 30, 40 bucks a day. He would get lunch, uh, lunchtime at work yeah, yeah. and then dinner at, at night, fast food places. Um, and I told him, I was like, dude, you can just go like cook, make something at home or something. He was like, oh, well, I don't know how to. I was like, well, you better learn. <laughs> <laughs> You better learn because you're you're just blowing your money. Yeah, uh, and the stuff you're eating isn't the greatest. And then as he started, like eventually he made that shift, and he's been saving a whole lot more money. And um, it, it's it's he's amazing. loving it better, and he yeah. likes the food better. Yeah, of course it tastes better because you cooked it. Yeah, you can season it to your. Don't want to blame but you. Don't want to blame but yourself. <laughs> you know, and and that and that's such a true statement because if you do the math, and you go because what it's on average about ten bucks a meal. Yeah. Right. So even if you took that ten dollars, that's what three hundred bucks a month. If you if you ate one meal fast food every day, so what yeah. to a ten times thirty? Yeah, it's three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. That's three hundred bucks that you could put back in your pocket yeah. by cooking eggs. Or yeah, you know? or even if it was just like fifty bucks. Yeah, you know we. It's. If it, it's the it, small things that really count because you yeah. can go to um, you know the gas station. Oh, bag of chips here, bag, and then yeah. it, when you add it up, you're like, "Holy smokes, like, I'm spending that much!" <laughs> yeah, and this is for all my Starbucks people out there, or, or coffee. I'm coming to come at you right now. <laughs> if you're spending four to five bucks a day, some people even get you know the double shots, and it eight ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, my, and it's like my uh, coffee costs seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm not saying stop drinking <laughs> coffee. But maybe drink a little less. Yeah, yeah. Go, go twice a week. Yeah, you know, three times a week. Maybe buy, make something at home. You know, they have all these Keurigs and all these. Oh pods. yeah, you get you 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 cut out Starbucks. If you buy Starbucks every day, at twice a day, one in the morning and one on the way home from work. By the, I think it's within two weeks you could buy your own cappuccino machine. Yeah, you know, and then make your own. So it's, <laughs> but it's just convenience too. Yeah. You know, I want it now. And, and, yeah. I want it now. And discipline. that's, and that's kind of where we're at. So the, oh, you just said it discipline. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to, we're going to close with this. Yeah. Um, 
discipline, just because you, you happen to just say that, discipline is with your finances, discipline in your goals, mm-hmm. and discipline will get you to your dreams if you if you have discipline in all of those areas. Yeah. And if you, I'm just going to do this. If you want to see your dreams come true, have discipline in your finances, have discipline in your goals, and you'll start to see big things happen. Yeah. Can you agree with that? Absolutely. Because uh-huh. as you dis- begin that self-discipline, you will start to get consistent at it. Because if you're not consistent, then you're always going to have that gap of, of um, it's not happening. But the more you can start to get consistent, then you will start to see more improvements in the long run. And just know that it's not uh, it's a results overnight. It's going to take some time to start to see those actions it pay off. Yeah. You know, a tree doesn't just grow overnight. It, right. it takes time. Yeah, when you plant a seed, it's not a tree. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's the simplicity of it. So if you're if you're if you're planning on doing something in your life, you have to know that it starts in stages. It has yeah. to do it has to go through these stages. You have to understand how to take care of your finances. You have to understand how to um, write things down. You know, you have to understand how to do these things so that you have something to follow, so that you have something to go over. Um, Blue said it really well. Is you know, you have friends in place that'll help you out. If you know somebody, if you if you're a if you know a financial guy, go get a financial guy. If if your dream is similar to somebody else's dream, communicate. Find out how how did you get started. You know, yeah. I get a lot of questions outside. Well, what, what did you do to start your podcast? Well, I, I plugged stuff in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a reality. I, I, I had to come to a place where I just had to actually start it. And, and did I get, and I had, I had some equipment lying around. I had to go buy some stuff. So I had to invest in it myself, yeah. you know? And so we had to adjust budgets and things like that in order, but we made the decision to do it. Yeah. You know, my wife had to be part of that decision because we're financial partners, you mm-hmm. know? So, we have to, we had to make that decision together. Is this something you want to do? Yes, this is something I want to do. We're going to do this. This is how we get the finances together to do this. And you plan out your goals, and then yeah. you'll start to see all that stuff happen, and all your finance and everything all meld into that. And we start to see great things happen when we do great things. And God, I believe God wants us to do great things. He does. You know? And He wants to see us ex- succeed, you know, and exceed in our success you know and he wants to see us do great things because why he gets the glory if you're following after him in the processes so give us a good word to close out yeah so i've i've told myself this um recently uh and i continue to tell myself is you know if there are these millionaires billionaires whatever and they're not doing anything for the kingdom, well, why not that be me? Yeah. Why oh. can't I be that person to have millions, to do things, to bless other people, to advance the kingdom? So awesome. why not me? But it all starts with making that decision to say, God, you know what? I'm tired of where I'm at. I want to be a blessing to other people and move your kingdom forward. But you have to make that decision and, and God will help you. And also surrounding your people surrounding yourself with people who will also support you and help you um, getting the right information, the right knowledge and applying it staying consistent at it. Even when you don't feel like it. So that's, that's it Yeah, right there. Why not you? Let's go find your purpose, live it out and make a difference and make it happen. Right on, right on. Right on.